something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that unmasks history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at the story of one of the most notorious female members of the Nazi party, a concentration camp supervisor whose sadistic tendencies earned her a reputation as the Witch of Buchenwald. As a warning, today's episode includes descriptions of appalling violence, sexual abuse, and suicide, and may not be appropriate for younger listeners. The day was January 15, 1951. Ilsa Koch was sentenced to life in prison for crimes against humanity. Although not an official SS guard herself, Ilsa was the wife of the former commander of the Buchenwald concentration camp and had used the power of her position to instigate the sexual abuse, torture, and murder of hundreds of German citizens. In the wake of World War II, the Federal Republic of Germany sentenced nearly 200 people to life imprisonment in connection with Nazi war crimes. Ilse Koch was the only woman among them. Marguerite Ilse Koch, née Kohler, was born on September 22, 1906, in Dresden, Germany. She enjoyed an ordinary middle-class upbringing, raised by her mother, a homemaker, and her father, a laborer. She dropped out of school at age 15 and began working full-time as a librarian. A little over a decade later, in 1932, Ilse joined the National Socialist German Workers' Party, a.k.a. the Nazi Party, and began working there as a secretary and typist. She was early to pledge her support to the cause compared to her peers, but at the time, Many young Germans were attracted to the party because they viewed fascism as a potential remedy for the economic woes that had plagued the country following the First World War. That said, Ilse was also attracted by the party's anti-Semitic rhetoric concerning the supposed superiority of the Aryan race. 
Based on her lineage, she considered herself a prime example of the so-called master race, and her future husband, SS Colonel Carl Otto Koch, apparently felt the same way. The couple met in early 1936 while working together at the Sachsenhausen concentration camp just north of Berlin. They married a few months later and lived together near the camp. Then, in August of the following year, Karl was transferred to the newly established Buchenwald camp, a few miles northwest of Weimar. It was one of the first and largest concentration camps to be built within Germany's newly expanded borders. Between July 1937 and April 1945, an estimated 250,000 people were imprisoned in Buchenwald, with the population ranging from 10,000 to 112,000 at different points during the war. All told, the SS murdered at least 56,000 male prisoners there, roughly 11,000 of whom were Jewish. Ilsa Koch, her husband, and their three children lived in a luxurious villa on the grounds of the concentration camp. They even built a sports hall so that Ilsa could indulge her love of horse riding, though she was also said to go for frequent rides around the camp, menacing and whipping random prisoners with her riding crop. In the fall of 1941, Ilsa's husband was transferred again, this time to the Majdanek death camp in occupied Poland, where an estimated 78,000 people, mostly Jews, were later killed by firing squads and in gas chambers. Ilsa remained at Buchenwald, where she reportedly carried on several affairs with other SS officials and their wives. When female prisoners were added to the Buchenwald system, she took on the role of the main supervisor of the women's camp. The job gave her even more free reign than she already had, and she used it to engage in increasingly depraved behavior. According to witness testimony, she forced male prisoners to sexually assault female inmates as she watched, and often made her rounds through the camp dressed in provocative outfits, essentially daring the prisoners to make eye contact and then punishing them severely when they did. In August of 1943, Ilsa and Karl Koch were both arrested by the SS on charges of corruption, triple murder, and embezzlement. It was revealed that the couple had stolen vast amounts of money and property from the prisoners and their camps, and while that wasn't a crime in its own right, Koch was supposed to hand over the stolen loot to help fuel the German war machine, not keep it for himself. It was a similar case with the charge of triple murder. The Nazis clearly had no qualms with killing in general, but Koch's murders had been unsanctioned, which made him unpredictable in the eyes of his superiors. Put simply, Karl Koch had gone too far, even by Nazi standards, and as a result, he was found guilty and executed by firing squad in April of 1945. Ilsa, however, was acquitted by the SS due to a lack of evidence. However, her freedom would prove short-lived as she was arrested again two months later by the U.S. military. On April 11, 1947, the Buchenwald trials began in a courtroom at the Dachau internment camp for German POWs. The trials were conducted in the U.S.-occupied zone by American military tribunals, and Ilsa Koch was the only woman to be tried there. The tribunal heard from numerous former German inmates who had witnessed Ilse's atrocities firsthand. According to these accounts, she would routinely inspect prisoners upon arrival, 
assessing their naked bodies to see if they had any interesting tattoos. If she saw one she liked, she would have the prisoner killed and then use their treated skin to make household items, including lampshades, gloves, and book covers. One witness described the chilling efficiency with which this gruesome process was conducted, saying, quote, All prisoners with tattooing on them were to report to the dispensary. After the prisoners had been examined, the ones with the best and most artistic specimens were killed by injections. The corpses were then turned over to the pathological department, where the desired pieces of tattooed skin were detached from the bodies and treated further. Ilsa Koch was found guilty of, quote, participating in a criminal plan for aiding, abetting, and participating in the murders at Buchenwald. She was sentenced to life imprisonment for these crimes, but wound up having her sentence commuted to just four years. The decision was made by the American military governor of the occupied zone, Lucius D. Clay, who controversially concluded that there was a lack of incriminating evidence for the most heinous allegations made against her. For example, while various objects made from human skin were found in Buchenwald when it was liberated, no direct connection to Ilsa herself could be proven. The reduction of her sentence sparked outrage in the United States and later prompted a senatorial investigation. But despite the backlash, her commuted sentence was allowed to stand. She served just four years in an American military prison. But once she was released in late 1949, she was quickly arrested again, this time by German authorities. One year later, Ilsa Koch faced her accusers again in a West German courtroom. The trial lasted seven weeks, during which time some 250 witnesses testified to her crimes. She was ultimately convicted on charges of incitement to murder, incitement to attempted murder, and incitement to the crime of committing grievous bodily harm. On January 15, 1951, she was sentenced to life imprisonment again, and although she would later appeal for a review of that sentence, this time it was upheld. In the end, Ilsa Koch spent 16 years in the Bavarian women's prison in Aisha. Then, in September of 1967, she hanged herself with a bedsheet and died at the age of 60. May her victims rest in peace. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully, you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback you'd like to share, feel free to send it along by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.